Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in 76ers with your hosts, former 76ers point guard Eric Snow and two Sixers fanatics in Marcus and Tasia Dash. Believe in 76ers is presented by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in 76ers podcast. I'm Marcus Dash here with legendary 76ers point guard Eric Snow and my brother Tasha Dash. Gentlemen, how we doing? Doing good. How are you all doing? Doing pretty good. Yeah, can't good. complain. Thanksgiving week. Got like, like we said last week, it's finally here. We got the we got the food, we got football games, we got basketball games, we got in-season tournament play. And then, of course, some of us still have, you know, turkey bowls that we're going to be playing on this week. So, you know, I was drinking, hydrating, getting ready for my uh, my big my big flag football game Friday. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yep. I'm a six-time uh, reigning uh, champion of the uh, turkey bowl. So, um, <laughs> we're, we're looking to extend the streak this year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just little, Tom, little Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, like to call, I like to call myself Oklahoma Baker Mayfield, Eric. Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> Dasher Mayfield. <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, uh, tonight's a big night as far as the in-season tournament play. Um, yeah, yeah, we play uh, Cleveland, and it looks like they're already uh, – we're going to get to the game picks later, but it looks like they're already call- calling it in uh, for this one, waving the white flag for this game with uh, the amount of inactives they have for tonight's game. Um, but yeah, it should be fun to see how this whole thing unravels and see what the in-season tournament play um, – when it gets like the tournament style play, I can't, can't wait to see how that goes. That's two weeks from now, Eric. Uh, I believe so. <clears throat> the final, the finals, yes. I believe it's, it's like the seventh or the ninth. I think okay. semifinals and finals. Do you guys know if that's like a held at like a, is that a neutral site for all the games? Yeah, T Mobile in Vegas. Oh, yeah. that's, that's great. That'd be, that'd be fun. I, I believe the semifinals and finals. Oh, wow. Yeah, they, they keep saying make it to Vegas. They keep saying, I keep hearing that. That's right. So, That's right. So that, so I know that they, um, because the finals is what the game that is just the ex, is the only extra game, correct? They don't count on the record. Oh, is it? Okay, that makes sense. It doesn't. It does. I think the semifinals game, um, they they make up. I think the, they make up on um, the league. I don't know, add to the schedule because I think the schedule's only had 80 games, if I if I remember right. Hmm. Oh wow. Okay. And I think they added two more games for the teams that didn't make it. And then interesting. Okay. That makes sense. Cause those are our those are our last or whoever makes his two games, and then everyone else has got to kind of they gotta do on the fly, I guess. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. So I I believe that week, if you look at some schedules, I believe that week is probably no game schedule. Yeah, but it will be. <laughs> it's an extra work for the schedule makers. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they have an idea who's going to play who, you know, or you know, a range of teams. You probably have each team probably has a range of teams that they'll play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, interesting. Um, it will be interesting. Yeah, it's a fun little wrinkle to see how this uh, goes. And so far, it seems like all the players are liking it. And usually, people have like a lot of bad things to say. Eric, I don't think we asked you. What what do you think about the the courts? I, I like the fact that there's a distinguishing from like the the regular season games, and then you have the in season tournament games, and we clearly know which ones are in season tournament games based yeah, on these. I, I do like that that you know when when the in season tournament is being played. Um, some courts are better than others. Some of them is a little too much. <laughs> Somebody's court. I don't know if it was a hawk. Or somebody. It was just so much red. I was just like, man, I can't take all this red um, on the court. Um, but you know it's different. The trophy could be, you know, you could have just went with the big trophy in the middle. I mean, mm. so I don't know. This I'm not against it. I, I do like, like you said, I do like that they distinguish the difference. I do like that. Yeah. Um, that design, you know, some are okay, some you know can a little too much for me. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I believe the jazz court was like purple on purple. It was kind of it, it, it was a little too much purple, and then I think the heat court had a, had a lot of red in it. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, nonetheless, I, I like the NBA trying something new. It's something that a lot, a lot of these other sports. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about the tournament though. I do like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But all right, uh, so tonight is uh, some in season tournament play for us. So we're gonna get into. Uh, some of that later, but uh, I want to ask you guys a little bit about our um, following up our last time we were on the show. We had the following the two, two losses in a row. Um, but since then we've had two straight road wins against the Hawks and the Nets Hawks being an in-season tournament game, uh, both by double digits and didn't even play in the fourth quarter of the Brooklyn Nets game with the crazy stat line that he had. But after two back-to-back losses, what are the response of this team to come out and win these two straight games on the road in just dominating fashion? What did that tell you about the squad? Well, I mean, I think um, that that they're, you know, they can get through some adversity so far. Um, Things don't go their way. They're able to, you know, gather the troops and stay locked in and go out and win a game. Um, So, you don't. it's not where you're playing well and all of a sudden, as soon as it goes bad and all of a sudden the season's in trouble. Um, I think so. That's some maturity and growth in the team that you see early on. So, um, but that happens when you know you're locked in and and you're held accountable and and you and you're holding each other accountable. And at the same time, you have players that are really good. You have a dominant player like you do with Joel and everyone else playing their roles um, and playing consistent. So the consistency. These are the things that happen, um, and the consistency is on both ends of the court as well. Tell you what were your takeaways? <clears throat> um, I think for the most part, my assumptions based on their close losses have been pretty right on. They're just an extremely confident, well-coached, focused basketball team with a lot of depth. Um, we have the second highest point differential in the league at plus nine a game behind you guessed at the Celtics. Uh, we've lost some tough, close games. We're being teams by an average of 14 points. We're four and one on the road, which is the second best road winning percentage in the league. Uh, we're the second highest scoring third quarter in the league, which compared to fifth worst last year. So that's a huge jump. I think we're I think we're scoring about five to six more points a game in the uh, third quarter than last year. Uh, and this is all worth a this is all with a work in progress roster. So it's awesome to see that. Like this, I think we can only go up from here. 
Yeah, and um, big thing I uh, take away from at least one of these games was uh, Nicholas Batum coming back. Um, and uh, Embiid was a big fan of uh, Nicholas Batum coming back. So it was just a, a few stats about Batum. So since we've acquired Nicholas Batum, he's be, we're Sixers are perfect five and zero. Oh, uh, and the big thing is everyone's talking about is his plus minus. He's got a plus seventy six for the 76ers since being on the squad, which is wild. Um, also ironic plus 76 with the 76ers. Maybe he just keeps that for the rest of the season. Um, yeah, but, uh, Embiid had some great comments to say about Batum. Um, quote, he's the key. He's special with the way we play. He just fits everything we need. Great shooter, great defender, great passer, great basketball IQ. He just fits everything we need. Um, so my question is, and also there's just ties here with them. Um, I believe Batum was born in France, but his dad is of uh, Cameroonian descent. So there is the, some of that, that, that ties they have together, and they've been friends off the court for years, which I didn't know until there was like, an article uh, written about it after we traded for him. But what do you guys think about Batum? Do you think he's the key? Do you think he is the glue guy uh, for our squad? Well, I mean, if you look at him historically, he he, he has been looked at as that type of guy and other other for other teams and um, – <clears throat> and his role. Um, I think like with a lot of players, when he signed the bigger contract and, and the responsibilities became more, that's when you kind of seeing people see different, see him differently. Um, I think with the Clippers, it kind of was a roller coaster um, where he was looked at in the manner that he's kind of looked at now with the Sixers. And then he was thrown upon in, in other ways. Um, so, I, I believe if if the consistency can stay there, the Ryan can, the role can be defined um, to where it's realistic. You know what I'm saying? That's what, I mean, a lot of times we give these guys roles or they have roles that so, sometimes I believe aren't aren't realistic yeah, as far as there. them maintaining that for a season. Mm-hmm. I think if that happens, he can definitely help us. I mean, the the versatility he can play big, he can play small, um, he can spread the court, knock down the shot. Um, Decent, you know, handling, you know, handling the ball, um, not a turnover guy. So, I, I mean, he can definitely help us, as you can tell, when he's when he's on the court, good things are happening. So he's a guy that, you know, I, I think can, we can benefit from, especially um, his maturity and, and experience when playoff time comes. Yeah, I think uh... – I think we needed a guy like this for like years. Maybe that's why Embiid's so enthusiastic about it. We've just been missing someone like this. I think we've tried getting guys. I think, you know, more to the point, I think he's exactly what we wanted Tucker to be for us. Um, so he's kind of like Tucker production, but not as like outspoken and doggy, right? He doesn't have that. I don't think Batum's going to pull Embiid aside. In a game, yeah. I mean, I mean, he's he's. I mean, they're, they they they're kind of looked upon as far as the glue guys, but I don't think they're similar. I think in the in the manner and the way that they play, because I, I don't I don't see Batum being the guy that we can go try to put it on Jokic. You know what no. I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. yeah, I just see it differently. I see I I yeah. see the impact being similar, but the style of play being totally different, and and the the role being different. I think Batum, yeah, we lose the Jokic defending, but we gain, I think, some of the, the quicker wing defending also. I think I I would be more comfortable putting Batum on Tatum for more possessions than I would have been for, like, P.J. Tucker. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we lose a little of the big um, uh, 
I guess, flexibility, but we, we gain, I guess, some of the wing flexibility, which, which I, I don't mind so much. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he has the highest – sorry, I looked at some um, stats. He has the highest effective two-point percentage on our team, highest offensive rating on the team, highest total rebound percentage on the team. Um, out of the top five lineups – uh, that pr- produced the best point differential. He's in two of them. Um, and interesting enough, which I found kind of cool, uh, one of the better lineups that produced a plus 64.3 is a lineup with him, Harris, Maxi, Reed, and Springer, which I was like, okay, that's interesting. Um, plus 64. Um, he's just such a good glue guy. He makes all the right plays. He's the, he's the basketball player, like cliche in a good way. Like he just yeah. makes the right plays. You hear that all the time, but. He just totally embodies that. Um, I really want to keep him. I, I don't think we have any plans to move him, but I'm, I'm sure for the right deal for the guy we want, I'm sure we would. But if he could stick around as long as possible, um, and if we do replace him, at this point, I think he's shown us the exact kind of player we would need moving forward at that three. I think that that is the prototype of player. So if, you're, if you are going to replace him, you got to replace him with like a rich man's version of what he is, like a younger version of that. Um, well, who, who would you who would you put him on? Like, what kind of players? What players in the league would you compare him to? That you're thinking of? It's tough. Uh, I mean, funny enough, probably a close comp would be kind of an Ananobi type. Really, he's got Here that go. in him. <laughs> I wasn't playing this, but this guy fits every role that, that's ever come up with a Sixers. It's a good, it's a decent comp for him, though. This, not, this guy's fit every role. I mean, I mean, come on, man. He can't fit everything. <laughs> I knew you were going to say Anobi, too. It's a fun I mean, place. yeah, I mean, look, they're about, what, an inch apart height. He can play wings. He can rebound. He can hit open shots. He makes the right kind of plays. It's not like sexy or flashy. Either one of them, they're not, but they're they're really good players. I mean, if you want to get to the brass tacks, I love Patum's contract. I love that he makes what he makes as opposed to, you know, Ananobi who's going to be making a lot more than that, probably triple, maybe maybe even quadruple more than, than what he makes. And you won't like him when someone's going to get his money. <laughs> Hey, but Tube's happy with his contract, so you know I'm happy if he's happy. I'm just, you know, just letting you know. Um, but yeah, that, that would be like a, a comp. Um, I'd have to think about that. Other guys that kind of fit that the two mold. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that'd be one. And I, obviously, it came to mind because you know we, we've been in like talks about getting him for the past what six months or so, three months. Um, but yeah, I just think that at least we know now, and we we said this right, like. This whole period is is obviously about winning games, but at the same time, we're planning for this year and beyond. So we need to know what kind of players really fit that. So when Embiid says stuff like that, he's saying like, A, don't get rid of him. And if yeah. you do, replace him with a player like that. We want like that. You 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 put a classified out for that kind of player. So if the front office is listening to him, they're gonna they're not gonna trade him. Yeah. And keep the, it's the French connection, baby. Yeah, French connection, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I bet you that's a t-shirt on some website right now. If if Fra- not, Fra- there's got to be a French connection sh- shirt with uh, Batum and Embiid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a good, there's a nice uh, snapshot of them from the Brooklyn Nets game this past weekend. There you go. Yeah. 
Um, but Eric, do you um, obviously we make a joke of the OG Ananobi comparison to uh, Batum? But like, if you're if you're trying to think of a player comp, maybe someone younger than Batum, who would be someone you would think maybe could fit that mold of Batum if we were trying to get younger, um, like a younger guy like that? <clears throat> I mean. I mean, the team that we just played has a couple guys like that. Um, Hunter from Atlanta. Yeah. Um, Very similar. So there's some guys out there like that. I don't know if there's many guys out there that's going to fit Patasia's salary request. But, but yeah, there's some some guys out there, I mean, that are, you know, have that. um, I think the kid from – Minnesota that just they just gave a contract to. That's a good McDaniel. Yeah, that's a good one. Very similar. Yeah, yeah. That's is that his brother that played with us? Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, he, he's similar. Um, you, you probably find some guys on many teams that are you know sort of like uh, that. Uh, uh, Cam Johnson, <laughs> the Nets. Yeah, Cam's. A, I see Cam is a little different because I see him more. Strictly four, like yeah, I'm seeing yeah. More, more as much three as some of those other guys. Whereas Batum, I've always seen seen them as a three four, not a four three. Yeah, mm-hmm. Wiggins. Yeah, but I th- I think Wiggins is. I mean, Wiggins is is better. I mean, he's playing yeah, a role. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. playing a role there, but I mean, R- Wiggins has been a twenty point scorer. You know. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I'm trying to think of like other comps like that. Um, <clears throat> Wiggins. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's not easy. I mean, you can. I mean, you go through the league and you can find some guys. Some of the guys are younger, um, but some of the guys aren't as maybe established and had doesn't have didn't necessarily become a starter. Like a guy like um, Prince from the Lakers is very similar. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, just didn't have a big contract, and that's what I'm saying. Like some people are looked differently because they haven't really had that big contract and those yeah. expectations. Mm-hmm. But Batum and Prince are, you know, what I'm saying their roles are very similar. Um, right now, Harrison, Harrison Barnes. Yeah, but Harrison has been the guy though. Batum's yeah. never really been the guy. Is is what I'm saying. Like he's never really like Harrison was looked at as to be a one or two option. That's where I say it's different, like Wiggins and Harrison Barr. Those guys during their career has been looked at to be a one or two option. So I'm yeah. saying maybe now it's, it's a comp, but not. I'm looking career-wise. Okay. I'm just looking at, like, if you were, like, casting a, a role. From, yeah, like, but, yeah, yeah I mean, but I, would, I mean, Sacramento, but Sacramento would never give up Harrison Barr for a two. But no, we would. No. That, that's, but we would, though. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that tells you where it's different. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah um, these are, I'm talking about like swapping out guys, but these are the kind of guys I, you know, you'd make the kind of calls for them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, lucky we uh, were able to uh, pry him away from the Clippers. I know they, I know they didn't, they didn't want to throw him in the trade, but we, right. we somehow got him. So I see why now. Yeah. Back then, I'd be like, "What? They're they're not doing this over Batum." But I, I, looking at it now, I'm like, "Oh, yeah, okay. I see why. I see why they didn't want to do that." Yeah, keeping. Oh, um... here's a good one. Uh, I'd rather have Batum, but it is close. Uh, Jeff Green. 
Can play some three, can play some undersized four. Smart player. He's been playing undersized five, too. Hey, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like a tweener between Covington and uh, Batum, actually. Yeah. Royce O'Neal, kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Also. Yeah. Um. All right, so we're – what's that? <laughs> you got me going looking for comps. I, yeah, I know. I mean, what's the, the, the guy from – the other guys are even better um, – Comp um, for the Nets, but Finney Smith. Oh, Finney Smith, yeah. yeah, that's an good one. Yep, yeah, they got a lot of those guys, huh? They do. Yeah, they, they got they got a lot of those like those wing types in that in that Durant trade. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a whole other discussion. They need to do something with it. They got, they got a lot of redundancy in this weird lineups and flows on that team. Yeah, there's suddenly been this big thing on the Sixers Twitter as far as uh, trying being able to trade our assets to get bridges. It ain't happening. Yeah, that's not going to happen. He was a centerpiece of a Durant trade. We ain't getting him for uh, a, a bunch of first round pick swaps. It ain't happening. Nah, I wish. Not happening. Um, I don't know. Maybe Sean Marks might, might do it. I don't know. <laughs> oh, what? <well, laughs> and he's young as hell. He doesn't want to be tortured the next like seven, eight years. Yeah. Nah, no way. Um, all right, so we're going to get to our final topics here. we got game picks, so obviously NBA in-season tournament action tonight. Sixers hosting the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's the Eric Snow Classic again, both uh, both of us Snow squads. Um, so we are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite uh, in this one tonight. Cleveland will be without Donovan Mitchell, uh, Okoro. Um, Karis LeVert is a game-time decision, so we'll see about mm-hmm. that one. Uh, I think the line opened up at eight-and-a-half points, but we are now a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, the only person out for us tonight is Kelly Oubre. So who do you guys have in this one, and what do you guys think the score will be? I got to go back to what I'm doing and picking this all the time because I was horrible this weekend. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, with those guys out, you always got to be cautious about that. Um, but I think with the in-season tournament, and we already gave up a game and points difference matters – you'll see us win and cover the spread. Cause I think there's there won't be much pullback as as far as later in the game. I think you your points is gonna matter. It's gonna feel like it's AAU ball and it's a little personal, but points is going to matter. Yeah. Yeah, I think we light them up. Um we've been very cognizant of the point differential mattering. You know, MB got in a scuffle in the Detroit game because he kept trying he trying to shoot a three at the end of the game. Um, those are the rules. Like you tiebreakers are gonna happen and you're gonna need to break some ties with some point differential. We're one point five lower than the uh Pacers. Um we're two and a half under the Heat. We're four points under the Knicks. These are gonna matter for maybe that wild card to get into the the final eight. So um yeah, this is and there's our last game. So if we're gonna do it, we need to like take care of business now and and, and boost that point differential up. So, yeah, um, yeah I think we beat it by double digits. Yeah, and then uh, so that's the first night of a back to back. Then we Wednesday night we travel to Minnesota to take on the Minnesota Timberwolves, who has been another. People talk about the Sixers being a surprise team this year. Minnesota Timberwolves have been another surprise team so far in this early stretch of the season. So far, we are a two point underdog at Minnesota tomorrow night. The line just came out. Um, who do you guys have in that one, and what do you think the score will be? Um, well, so I got to revert back. 
That's gonna be tough. That's a tough road road trip. Um, back to back too. Back to back game. Um, not even sure that we'll ever want to play. So I got a feeling this will be a game, especially with two days in between. You know, it's different because <clears throat> when I played, it was you would have a back to back, and you would say, "Oh, I got two days off after this. I'm going to play." You know what I'm saying? Because I got two days of where now the thinking is, well, if I don't play in this game, I got three days off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm long long so weekend. It's so different. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I think we losing. You know. Does playing, Eric, as a former player, does playing on the eve of Thanksgiving have like any kind of like, not, maybe not homesick, but like, you know, maybe want to get back to the fam, like playing the night before Thanksgiving. Is that kind of mess with it at all? Or no, no, I mean, because most of the time your plans are already made based on where you are. So it's not the day of. It's it's, it's really the eve is really just a, another game. Um, <clears throat> I mean, you already know, like, if you're going to be gone and you're going to be away for the holiday you've already made your plans if your family's going to join you or not. Like those plans mm-hmm. are already made and more than likely they'll come where you are or you'll take a, you know, but now guys, nowadays these guys can take a private plane wherever they want to go. Oh, no. um, so those plans are already made. So it's no real kind of trying to figure it out. It's not like, you know, um, you know, you're in college or something like that and you're trying to hurry up and get home. And this is, it's really no, <clears throat> no, no deal with it. Well, sometimes Christmas Day is tough, especially if you're on the road where you're trying to make those plans. But, but like I said, mo- most of those plans are already made, and you, you now it's just about playing the game. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're off Thursday and Friday, so Wednesday night's the last game until they go travel to OKC on Saturday. Yeah, so. you can see, guys. You know, you know, you make a decision. Either you do you go back to Philly. I mean, they, I would imagine they probably go back to Philly. Um, where it's, it's a road trip, but I, I believe that they'll leave after the game Friday, go back to Philly, and then go to Oklahoma City on Friday yeah. because of the holiday. Whereas if it wasn't the holiday, they would probably stay on the road. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're two two point underdogs. You said, "Yep, plus two. Hmm. Both That's teams ten and three. Before we declare anyone out, they're trying to make us the underdog. So maybe people pour some money into us, and before maybe Embiid's declared out, and then then that goes to like minus, then it goes like plus six when that yes. happens. Smart, it's gonna it's good at them. They they put both of our games on the on the uh, on the board, huh? Could be our, could be our first game where we see substantial Mobamba minutes if, if he's if he's out. Big team. Yeah. Do you also? I mean. That'd be Embiid's first game sitting, right? I believe so, yeah. I wonder if we do that, we just go ahead and sit like two or three guys on that one. Like just be like, you know what? Sorry, guys. Get your get, get your rest here. <laughs> um we have good depth though, but time we don't have the kind of depth to be putting up against twin towers. So that's gonna be yeah, if, if he's out, Gobert's gonna have like 20 rebounds in that game, man. Mm-hmm. Um I'm gonna go Minnesota. Minnesota. Probably like around if and B doesn't play out. I'm making this decision with probably guys sitting out. I'm gonna say they win by like eight to twelve. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Two of the top teams in the league right now, both ten and three. 
We'll see how the line shifts, though, once they actually declare people out. Because if they don't yeah. shift that much after that, that means they're actually trying to force people to go into Minnesota. But if they jump a lot, then it's like, man, they got what they wanted on this one. Well, I think as of right now, the line stands. I think that is telling people to take Minnesota as, yes. as the line stands right now. Yeah. Well, maybe. You and I see it. You and I see that differently. One of the top teams. You're giving one of the top teams plus two. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a small spread at home, though, for a team that has the same records. That's because we're really good. We're not going to rush slouch. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good games tomorrow night, though. I'm already just looking at the slate. You got Boston and Milwaukee tomorrow at Ooh. Boston. That's a good. That's a good one. That is a good one. Okay, that's really the only other good game tomorrow. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the slate. That was the you only. Talked it up though. Yeah, you, yeah, you did. <laughs> it sounded great. It sounds great. Well, you got yeah, you got that game. Then you got the Minnesota Philadelphia game. Those are the only two games that I, I see that are. Uh, yeah. Is that the? I, I assume the Boston Milwaukee is the. ESPN yeah, game, ESPN, of course, it has to be, yeah. yeah. And they just and they just flex the uh, December first uh, Sixers Celtics game to ESPN. Oh, really? They just flexed that today. Mm. So, yeah, that's, must have got yeah Wednesday. Okay, and that's yeah, that's in Boston, right? Okay, all right. Yeah, it's in Boston. Yep. Because we already played both at Philly, right? Yeah, it's a lot of early uh, Boston Philadelphia games. Usually, they kind of like, they try to. Uh, pl- uh, Push him back. Make his last. Yeah, him out a little bit throughout the season. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, three in the first, like, fit 12 games of the season. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we this is a tough stretch for us as far as, you know, who we're playing. So, kind of already started. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Then we got OKC this weekend and uh, LeBron in L.A., but in Philadelphia on Monday. So, mm. yeah. When, when is that Monday? Next Monday? Yeah, a mo- a mo- this coming Monday. Yes, um, we play LA at home. That's not a national televised game. Uh, I think it might be NBA TV game. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. I'm already on our schedule. It is NBA TV. Yep. Yep. That'll be a good one. So tonight's TNT and then NBA TV on. Yeah. A lot of nationally televised games. Love it. Yeah. Yep. All right, guys. Well, we hope everybody has a safe and healthy Thanksgiving. Hope everyone eats a lot of good food. I know I'm saying healthy, but, you know, that's a part of it, that being healthy is eating a lot of good food on uh, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. So we hope everyone does that. Hope everyone enjoys themselves. And, uh, yep, thanks for tuning in to uh, Believe in 76ers, guys. All right. Take it easy. Later on. See you, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.